Legally Blonde, Suits, My Cousin Vinny. All badass lawyers, all different. Which begs the question, what type of lawyer do you want to be? Don't waste another second thinking, ugh, I don't even know what types of lawyers there are. Trust us, we've been there. Let's put a stop to that once and for all. Go take the 90-second quiz from new lawyer now what coach Angela Vorpal to give yourself a clear picture of the best fit type law for you. Go to www.whattypeoflawyerquiz.com and take the quiz today. Once you've taken the quiz, send us a DM on Instagram to let us know what type of lawyer you got. We can't wait to hear. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Ladies Who Law School. I'm Haley. And I'm Sam. And today we are going to catch up with the girls. How's it going, Mitch? It's going. I feel way more relaxed, um, less stressed. You know, life is good. Um, But I think the impending uh, stress is going to start boiling up over the weekend since we start classes on Tuesday. But as of right now, I'm feeling good. Good. God, what have you been up to this week? Honestly, just like cleaning my apartment. I organized my closet. I got rid of a bunch of clothes to like give away to Goodwill. Pretty much deep cleaned every nook and cranny of this entire place. And I just feel very zen. I've been cross stitching. I think if you follow us on Instagram, you saw. Um, I've been working on this one like little leopard and I've had to restart it like four times because I mess up like one little stitch and it messes up the whole thing and it has been the most stressful but (laughs) (laughs) like it brings me so much relaxation when I'm doing it and then as soon as I notice like something's not matching up I'm like oh god and you you have to take it just you should just keep doing it though like even if the cheetah the leopard looks a little weird like it's okay your first one was very cute so (laughs) obviously that can be hung up you know this is just supposed to be fun so yeah, but you know me, you know, I do know you, but that's why I have to tell you that. <laughs> so what have you been doing back at home or on Zoom, by the way, guys? Yeah, we are. Um, so not much, really. I went back to Texas. I Whenever I usually go back to Texas, as you know, I go to Dallas first, see all my people there and then come back to East Texas where my parents live. Not much, really. I cleaned out my room, took a bunch of stuff to donate like my old stereo and my Sierra goodies album. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, not much really just chilling. Kind of like you said, I mean, I feel like I should be getting ready for our class that starts next week, but you know, I've been trying to enjoy our one week off where I didn't really have anything to do and sleep really late and stay up and watch a bunch of movies. I watched just mercy Fabulous law movie, mm-hmm. 10 out of 10 recommend. We've also listened to Brian Stevenson, who is the lawyer portrayed by Michael B. Jordan in that movie. And I mean, amazing. What, I'm excited what can, what can for you wrong. You can find that movie. You can find it on Amazon Prime. Okay. And you can rent it at Redbox. Oh, okay. But I, haven't if, I, to, mean, I haven't been to a Redbox in a minute. In a hot minute. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But I have, a t- I have a TV that I. Got when I was in college from my dad. It was like my first TV for mm-hmm. my like big girl college life. apartment. Yeah, <laughs> and it has a DVD player in it, so it's in my 
like oh so true i've been watching a ton of dvds yeah and i feel so old i know i've watched legally blonde and legally blonde 2 i mean now there's legally blonde 3 coming out i know does that make you feel old because i remember seeing those movies and like we were young I mean, I just feel old in general, and I know I keep on saying this on literally every episode, but I'm only 22, and I literally feel so old. And I don't know if it's just because I've done this to myself by being an old person that's so young, but it's just I think the you're way just, it is. I think you're just growing up, and I think as you get into your 20s and even as we progress onward towards our 30s, right, like we're going to be thinking, oh my gosh, like I think it's our first time that we're going to recognize that we are older. Mm-hmm. That we are now two generate two decades into our life, you know, mm-hmm. and there's generations below us that are like young and that we used to be like. And oh. but what? they're like kind of cooler now. Like they know how to dress. I mean, they always seem to cooler, you know. I mean, we can do it too. Like you love TikTok, so exactly. Like basically, one of we can dance around. I can do the savage challenge dance. Like I might not have a TikTok, but. If you guys want us to do the Savage Challenge uh, on Instagram, just, you know, rate and subscribe and send it to us. We'll see if we do it. DM us. No one's going to do it, though, so. (laughs) I hope not, dude, because. (laughs) I just want to see you do it, because you've been, like, 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 hyping it up. I've never even watched the video except for that little girl, like, once. That I I showed you, like, 20 times that I was obsessed with, yeah. Yeah, I just want to see you do it. So, actually, if you guys want... Haley to post on the story of her doing the Savage Challenge. Just rate and review and then send us a DM of the screenshot. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep please, tally. Please do Savage Challenge. Oh my gosh. I'm interested to see if anyone actually wants that. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would be, I'm going to be thoroughly embarrassed if I have to do it, but I'll do it for you guys because I'm all about self-deprecating humor, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm out here happy. reading law books and doing the Savage Challenge. Like that <laughs> sounds like me actually. <laughs> Talking about law books, um, I still haven't gotten mine in the mail, so uh, I don't know how I'm going to do the reading for Tuesday. Did you okay? Did you buy it with the ebook or no? For Crim Pro, yeah. For Crim Pro, I got the one with Casebook Plus, but I have to wait to get the book to get the code to oh, do it. No, yeah. Well, I am going to buy mine today on West Academic. So, and that just kind of gives me my online book. That's what I did for property. Mm-hmm. It worked out well. I enjoy it. So shout out West Academic. I know. The books this semester, like for the summer semester, were so expensive. Like I spent like $500 on two books. I know. It's only going to get worse though because you know con law. I mean, I like, should I just like start saving up and maybe getting the books for next semester now while they're like yeah, Because insurance. Before everyone else gets them. Yeah. Because insurance law, I know people who got it for $70. A few weeks ago. And before I, I mean, obviously like I've been broke the past few days because I haven't had my summer loans in yet, but now (laughs) I do. So that's why I ordered my book, but it was $245 and it was $70 a few weeks ago. So, okay. Yeah. So you should definitely save up your money. Like you just said, and get them early because pro tip. Yeah. Or you can, you know, sometime hashtag West academic (laughs) has codes too. If you know that you have to buy it new and you want to also get the ebook online and the ebook is good because you can like copy things from there and paste it onto like your outline or, you know, maybe your teacher because in property, our teacher was like these great boxes in this book are really important. Know these, live by these, read these. So it was easy to 
use the ebook. But yeah, I mean, yeah, hopefully, if um, the book that I get has the code for the ebook, like I'll definitely be like at the pool reading on my laptop or something. You yeah, know? Heck yeah! So know. that's when you wish you had like an iPad so you could look like you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been thinking like hardcore about getting an iPad because I kind of want to start like drawing on it. So oh, yeah. You know, yeah, so So true. But um, any plans for the long weekend? I'm just going back to Dallas, gonna hang out with my friends, some of my friends who I haven't seen in quite some time, um, are gonna be there. One of them in particular that lives in New York City and has been there for a while. You know, it's just crazy this time. I think she she recently moved there right before this whole thing happened. And she's just been basically alone this whole time. And I just think it's finally getting to her. And she's just like, I got to get out. You know, I can't imagine. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know we've talked about that before, but so shout out to anybody who has been alone for a really long time. Know that we're thinking about you. Yeah. I I, I couldn't imagine. Wish I could hug you. (laughs) I know. Right. Like I, I genuinely, if I was completely alone during quarantine, I, I mean, I have Ollie of course, but it's so hard. Like I can't imagine, especially like in New York. Yeah. So what are you going to do this long weekend, Samantha? Oh, <laughs> um, I'm just going to chill. Literally nice. going to just go to the pool. If I get my books in, I'll read. If I don't, I'll figure out a way. I'm sure I can link up with some apartment friends and look at their books, get an idea of For what's sure. going on. Yeah. I mean, just like relax. Cause I know even though we have classes still, I mean, next week, only Thursday and like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm going to try to relax too. And then that's yeah. really the end of my summer. So cause then we, cause then work starts. Yeah. Then work starts and um, yeah, work in two classes. So, and the pod. So, yeah. So I, I, I don't know if we have told them officially where we're working. You want to tell them like, yeah. So exactly. I'm going to be working for the County at the public defender's office, but at the juvenile division specifically. So I'm, I'm, told you guys before but in case you any of you are new we just work with a bunch of people or kids in the foster system and then juvenile delinquents and kind of like just their family life and all that stuff so I'm really excited and um what about you Haley you're also working for the state aren't you yeah so I'm also working for the county but at the district attorney's office um, right down the street from our apartment. So I've been contemplating walking to work, but I'm going to just work my tail off. And also I'm taking criminal procedures. So I just wanted to make sure we like told you guys what we were going to be up to, because I'm sure we're going to be talking about it a lot. I know we've already heard crazy stories about what's been going on at the courthouse. So like always, we want to report what's happening live. And I know a lot of you guys have asked about internships and what that looks like. So we're here to let you guys know about it as we go through the summer. Yeah, I'm really excited. I think we'll have a lot to talk about, especially because like, I know I'll be sitting in client interviews and like, talk, you know, going to the court itself is, so there's one big building where Juvie, the court, DA's office and the PD's offices. So it's like all in one big building. So I get to like go to juvie and like talk to the little kids, you know? So yeah. And it's going to be for sure. And we're, and just so y'all know, we're not working in the same building. She works um, a few miles up from me. She works in actually like a way cooler area, but 
it's going to be interesting because I think it'll be cool. Like you're in the juvenile system. I'm in the normal court system. I think with coronavirus and being me being in the courthouse is going to be like crazy cool. Mm -hmm. So I can't wait to hear about that. I think it'll be so cool to hear from you about working with minors, Mm -hmm. you know? And I know one of our other friends is working at a civil firm this summer and she started this week. We have a few friends that are working at civil firms, but one of our closest friends and our study group partner, um, she said, I'm already working on a $10 million case. So I yeah, just, which is we're going we're gonna to report to you guys just like what's going on. I know that's something that I always wondered about, right? Is like, okay, what am I going to do with this degree? And like, what does my path forward kind of look like? So I want to give as much insight into that as we can. Yeah. I mean, it'll pretty much be like, welcome to our interning diaries kind of thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. A little journal, personal journal. That's what our podcast is known for. So that's true. I like that we can keep that up. And it's so cool. I mean, everyone always likes to hear about the things that lawyers are doing, you know? I mean, not everyone, but I definitely do. At least our well, listeners. At least our do. listeners do. <laughs> yeah. So we have an exciting announcement. Um, we have an interview next week with Valerie Madamba. She's a New York City-based food lawyer. She's also a professor and she's a coaching consultant to help introverted lawyers and law students. She kind of just is going to talk about all the ways that law students can help reduce their anxiety and how maybe being an introvert is not the worst thing ever in the field of law. So yeah, so excited about that. For sure. And we're going to link her website in our show notes so that y'all can read up about her and we'll have you guys submit a few questions if you want and we'll see how that goes. If you guys do submit questions, then we'll ask her. But if not, then we're going to interview her just like we did Miss Radke before. Yes. So if any of you are interested in like food law, let us know. Us and we'll yeah. ask her questions. So I guess since we're going to have you know, successful lawyers on this podcast now because it's yeah. a thing. Hashtag success. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag success. Maybe we should put that on a t-shirt. Right? Merch, new merch, guys. We're, we're coming up with it. Slowly <laughs> but surely. And it's going to be really cute. Pinky promise. We're, trying, we're um, coming up with a lot of good sayings. Yeah. And it's going to be super cute. And just, I guess, PSA, if you've ordered merch in the past month. Um, orders are taking a lot longer to be fulfilled just because our print provider, um, they're obviously being cautious with coronavirus and they don't have a lot of employees. So it's just taking a little longer than usual, but you'll get your order. I'm really sorry um, for the delay, but you know, it's, it's just kind of something we're dealing with, with yeah. all kinds of deliveries. So thanks um, for being patient. Yes. Thank you. And I guess the main topic for today is like how to be successful in law school. Yes. So what do you think, Haley, is like, what are your pointers on how to be successful in law school? Yeah. So it's kind of an interesting question when you get asked that, right? Like how to be successful. What does success look like? You know, like what does that even mean? And I know we got asked that question and I, I think I want to convey mostly that it's all about hard work. I mean, genuinely hard work. They throw you in the deep end and expect you to figure out how to swim. And if you've never been in an environment where you've just been kind of tossed to the wolves, this is going to be something completely new. It is doable though, you know, and success looks different, just like I said. And something that's very important, I would think and believe is finding like-minded people in the process with you that you can lean on. I know we talk about having a study group. I like to call them my support group. 
they've been there for me since the very beginning. You know, I think they become like your family in this process. So when you have those people to lean on, it makes it less scary. It makes it to where you can talk to someone. Mm-hmm. And I think so important. We'll be right back. Hey guys, we want to take a moment to talk about something that has been a game changer for us busy lawyers, Audible. Yes, Audible has been our go-to platform for incredible audiobooks, offering an extensive library of thrillers, nonfiction, autobiographies, and mysteries. And guess what? We've got a special treat for you. Audible is offering a free trial to our listeners, and all you need to do is check the link in the show notes. It's the perfect opportunity to experience the magic of audiobooks without spending a dime. Speaking of thrillers, I know you are currently hooked on Never Lie by Frieda McFadden. Samantha, can you tell us a little bit about it? Absolutely. The twists and turns in Never Lie have kept me on the edge of my seat during the workday and even when I'm on my daily walks. It's like having a suspenseful companion wherever I go. And for those looking for some financial wisdom, I have been engrossed in My Money, My Way by Kamuku Love. It's packed with practical advice on managing finances, perfect for anyone trying to navigate the complexities of money management. What we love most is the flexibility Audible offers. As lawyers, our schedules can be unpredictable, but with Audible, we can enjoy our favorite books on the go, whether we're stuck in traffic, hitting the gym, or waiting for a court hearing. So if you're ready to embark on a literary journey and discover the joys of audiobooks, click the link in the show notes to start your free trial with Audible. Trust us, you won't want to miss out on this fantastic offer. Yeah. And we'll talk about study groups in a little bit more depth a little later in this episode. Um, And kind of what that looks like. Yeah. But that's an integral part for sure. For sure. What do you think? What do you think? How do you think success comes to play in law school and how can you be successful? Okay. So how to be successful in law school? I think the main thing is time management. I mean, you you have to have time management. That's that's how things are going to get done. Um, so yeah, time management is super important. I also think you just have to find a way to motivate yourself to do the work now so you don't have to do it later. I feel like uh, that's a huge way to be successful. Like just do your work when you're supposed to do it or early. Like that'll get you so far unless you'll have less stress. And I know obviously I haven't done this all the time but I definitely think as I've progressed through 1L year, like it definitely pays off to do your work now and not wait until the last minute. And that goes along with like outlining, outline from the beginning. That's yeah. what they tell you when you start law school. They're like, outline from the beginning. Of course, like as a first semester 1L, like I didn't even know what an outline looked like. I yeah. I was so confused, you know? Yeah, so. I'm gonna, I want to touch on outlines really quick because I know we've gotten asked that question and... I just want to like highlight this snippet really quick for anyone wondering like outline, what does that mean? Because like Samantha said, we had no idea what that meant. Start with your doctrine. That's the main rule. Go through your book, use your book, find the doctrine, make the cases a under note of the doctrine. And if you can do that and you can kind of muddle your way through that, you're going to figure it out and you're going to see the big picture. And it, it takes that process. It takes being tossed in. And like, just like you said, we had no idea what we were doing. It's crazy. Yeah. Especially if you start early on, you can figure out what your style of outlining is. 
Mm-hmm. Um, for a lot of people, it's really different. Like I am very particular about how I like my outlines. I organize them in a super specific way. And even when it comes to like bolding, like certain types of bolds might mean something to you and not something to someone else. So, you know, the sooner you start, the better you'll be. And then I think a really important part of just success is like managing your time and stress. But I think that you need to find a hobby. And I feel like during the year, uh, I leaned a lot on like spin class and that was like Mm -hmm. my number one stress reducer. And then like, obviously in our last episode, you guys pretty much heard like how stressed out I was during quarantine. And honestly, I feel like the physical activity part of it and me not being able to go to like my favorite thing ever just caused me a lot of stress. So like find something that you love to do that's a stress reducer, uh, fit it into your schedule. And I think you'll just feel better, you know? And like when you feel good, you do good, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. And I feel like within the process of 1L, you know, you might think, oh, am I having success? Am I going down the right path? And I think there's something to recognize that just completing and making it through a semester or a year of law school is something to be proud of. And that you shouldn't, you know, devalue yourself in that sense, right? Mm -hmm. Like, even if you didn't do as well as you wanted to, like, that's beside the point, you know? So I just want to... What do you define like success? Like, what does success look to like to you personally? I think success to me would be, it changes over time, right? Like, I think that there's smaller goals that you set for yourself, like getting through the semester, making grades, making it through another semester, you know, that's completion basically, right? Mm -hmm. I think that so many people put these exacerbated standards on themselves and end up like so disappointed when they don't have a reason to be. Mm -hmm. And so I think just like I said, uh, you know, success is different for everyone, but completing law school for our listeners and completing these classes and learning something from them, that is success. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I mean, I agree. I think um, success is different for everybody. I think personally, I try to look at my life and kind of set goals, like whether they're one day goals, right? Or like long-term goals. And once I've reached any of those goals, like that's success to me. And I don't necessarily like, I really try to not care what others may think is success or not to me, you know, if that makes sense. Like I'm not really looking for anyone's um, validation of whether I'm successful or not. Cause I feel like that comes from myself. Yeah. And um, I think it's know, important success- for that to, I just want, I want to say something about your validation thing. Like, I think it's important to like know that you're successful and like be proud of yourself. Like you're saying, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think when you see how hard you work and you see the, you know, benefits of your hard work, like that's success. And no matter how small that is, like if that's, you know, going from a C in a class to a B plus in a class, like that's success. You may have not made an A, but that's success for your own standard, you know? So I think, like you said, I'm going to reiterate, like there's so many different standards and like you so many people have these like high standards, but set a standard for yourself and who cares what other people's standards are for you. And and like, and even for themselves, right? Like some people might have these very high standards for themselves. And I think you can only control yourself. Mm -hmm. How you see yourself is so important. So turn that into a way that you set the standard for yourself, 
you're proud of yourself, you're able to be like, okay, I did do something. And that's success, you know? Exactly. And I think that sometimes people don't forget about that. Like it can be almost as simple as that, but getting there is a very hard thing, right? Yeah. And I think also people have to learn to appreciate like the little victories, right? And every time you have a little victory, like it's okay to be like, you know what? Like, dang, like that's good. Like I'm proud of myself, like whatever it is. And you'll just start to feel better and you know, like I said, your success is defined by yourself, really. Yeah, totally. Couldn't agree more. Well, um, I think right now is the perfect time to talk about our partner, who is Ayla. We did a review last week on an episode. It's a female-founded company that sells matcha green tea as a pre-workout or as a coffee supplement. Yeah. It's used to energize and optimize workouts, and it has a ton of superfoods and vitamins in it. Why Ayla is different? They have no caffeine jitters or itchy skin. It's all natural ingredients, which you know we love, and no chemicals, fillers, and tons of superfoods. Yep. So the way that I used Ayla, and I actually just ordered some more. I'm waiting for it because I really did like it. You can mix it in 10 to 12 ounces of cold water and then shake it up and then take that before like a workout as a pre-workout. Or you can just use it as a coffee alternative warm. I used it as a coffee alternative cold and then added oat milk. And I thought that was really good. So, I mean, there's a lot of different ways to take it. And I think you know, it's all natural. So we can't hype that enough, right? So the ingredients that I want to mention again is matcha green tea, number one, boosts metabolism, burns calories and detoxifies your, yourself, which uh, I love that. Bee pollen boosts your immune system. Bee root powder, high in nitrates, allowing oxygen to pass more easily to your muscles, helping with your workouts. There's multiple B vitamins, B12, stevia extract, which as you guys know, is a great sugar supplement. And I just can't recommend it enough. They come in a little packet. So I like when I'm going to start using it regularly, I've actually started training for a 10K. I know right? Summer goals. Oh my gosh. I know. So I've been running with one of my friends from the law school who lives in my apartment building. And yeah, that's what we've been doing. Just chugging along. But I plan on using Ayla as a pre-workout before my runs. And I did it before and it's really great. So I really recommend it. I know you loved it. Our friends... Mm -hmm. Have tried it, really love it. So, if you're interested in getting 20% off your Ayla order, just use code Ladies Who Law 20 at checkout at meetayla.com. That's meetayla.com. And then you can also find them on Instagram and follow them at, at meetayla. You can find all of their info in our show notes. Yeah, guys. So, one of the questions that we got a few weeks ago, I guess we haven't really touched on it, um, is just how to keep up with the readings. Yeah. I know we read a lot. So Haley, how do you keep up with the readings? Yeah. So I thought this was like a really valid question. You know, I think we can all feel overwhelmed at times with how much reading we have to do. I know in our summer class, it's an outrageous amount, but it makes sense. It's very compact. So basically when you get your casebook, just know that you're going to read that whole thing (laughs) and it might feel daunting, but just you're going to have to do it. Like that's just part of law school, right? (laughs) So know that ahead of time, set that expectation for yourself and then kind of get on a schedule that works for you. I know for our study group, our first semester, we focused on reading two days ahead, which meant you 
read for Monday classes on Friday and you read for Tuesday classes on Sunday. And if you start out that way, it's like you just live your best life and just keep up with that. And then you get a few uh, weekdays off too of reading. Yeah, of course, because some days you don't have school, right? But there's going to be a few hard days in there and they're usually spent at the school. It's like a Tuesday or Wednesday where you're reading like a ton and you just grind through, you know, before whenever I talked about finding like-minded people, sitting at the library, sitting at home, holding each other accountable is 100% important for readings, you know? Um, but yeah, what do you think? So I think there's a difference between keeping up with the readings and actually doing the readings like you're supposed to. Um, I I think I could definitely, you know, I've been able to mostly, except through quarantine, there was a few times that I did get behind. Um, but during the school year, most of the time we're pretty much on track. And I think, yeah, you can keep up with it and just skim it. But like you have to actively read. The way that I keep myself focused while I'm reading as you know, she just mentioned before, we usually do like two days ahead. Sometimes we'll do one day ahead for some classes because we don't have the reading assigned yet. Like for contracts, you know, like we wouldn't get that sent out till the day before. So you kind of have to like work with your schedule. But for me to focus, you know, I have a highlighter in a pen and I just go to town. I mark my book up and that's how I I try to actively read, you know? Yeah. I know people, my classmates, mostly males, have looked at my books and been like, oh my gosh, it's full of color. I know there are multiple females out there that I've seen on Instagram that love color as well. So, you know, actively read however you do it. Don't be swayed anyway, just make it happen. Um, And that kind of goes back to, you know, part of being successful is just working your butt off. And reading and working your butt off when you don't want to and reading is part of that. So if you want to be a lawyer, if you want to be here, like you have to just break it down and do it. I mean, at the end of the day, as a lawyer, you're going to be reading so much. You're going to, your eyes are going to hurt. So you might as well get used to it now when you have it easy and you have all the answers in front of you, you know? So yeah. And I think this is a perfect time for the Pomodoro method. Yeah. I think this is a perfect time for that because I know whenever I had a ton of reading, like 60 pages, which I'm probably going to do this for our crim pro. If I do that, I actually like read up right until the point and I almost don't want to stop reading, but I force myself to stop because I know that it's like refresh, you know, mm-hmm. and then I'm ready to go back and like, okay, what's happening next, you know? So yeah. I think it's a good way to, to handle a large amount of pages that you might not want to be like, oh, I'm so excited to read this, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So. And again, uh, you know, just plug in the Pomodoro method. Uh, if anyone knows them, pl- uh, send them. They should sponsor us the amount of times yeah. we I'm in our podcast. So. <laughs> Maybe we should reach out, send them this clip. Like, yeah, all of our clips. <laughs> yes. So, uh, big Pomodoro method fans over here. Yeah. Stands. Sure. Maybe we'll get that on a t shirt. Yeah, I don't know. Pomodoro- yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're just thinking of things. I'm writing them all down. <laughs> Um, so I guess we just talked a little bit about readings and we mentioned study groups, right? So how we would plan our readings with our study group. And I feel like a study group, it can be very different for a lot of people. I think for us, like you said, it's more of a support group. Like we're all best friends and we all know about each other's lives and we're very much, you know, hanging out as friends and at school, which I think a lot of people might think is 
overkill. I don't know. I don't know if there's a lot of study groups that are that close. Yeah. Um, so I think we may have approached it differently, but what yeah. do you think are like the best study group habits or like, should people go out and like seek a study group? Like how did, how did you know you needed to be in one? Well, everyone, like all the books that I've read said like, try and find a study group. So I knew that I'm an extrovert. I knew I wanted to have friends. I don't want to be alone, like in this huge group of people, you know? So whenever the first day you kind of just meet people and you become friends and we realize who's all in your classes, you know, I think once we started at the beginning, I really didn't know what a study group was. I didn't know what the parameters should be. And so I know our first semester, we went through a lot of different processes, right? Like we studied with a lot of different people and we kind of just saw what we didn't, didn't care for. Mm -hmm. And I think we just developed this sense of trust with each other. And that's what made our study group so strong and we were able to communicate really openly and have those like really vulnerable conversations that I think instilled that trust, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I guess in comparison from semester one to semester two, like semester one, like you said, like we did try out like a lot of different people because we needed to find like our people, you know, like yeah, uh, what works because you never know what works until you try it. Mm-hmm. And I think once, okay, let's say you're in a study group and it's just not working out. Like it's totally okay to say it's not working out because at the end of the day, it's your education. And you know, you, you don't want to be in a study group if you don't necessarily feel like it's working, you know, working for you. So there's a lot of people out there in our law class who are not in a study group and have done amazing in law school. Yeah. And, but also I think like different classes, like I've noticed people that group up together and kind of work together. Mm -hmm. So I think some people are really good on their own and then they came together. Mm -hmm. You know, I think of different classes that I see people studying together. I think the one thing for us is that we've had every class together for an entire 10 months span that we could lean on each other for all of those things. After our first grades, we figured out what each other were best at and then we could use each other to our advantage, right? I think that that is the perk of a study group is that when you don't understand something, you have someone to talk to. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is the number one thing. I mean, I definitely think first semester we... I mean, we were doing everything from readings together, like we would Mm -hmm. show up at 8 a.m., read, review, like a whole day long. It was a study group affair. And I think, like you said, after we got grades, we kind of regrouped, figured things out. We kind of solidified like what our study group, like who's in it, you know, Mm -hmm. small, but it worked for us. And then semester two, we decided like, let's be a little bit more independent and then just use study group as like, review and that worked out perfectly too. So, yeah. And whenever you say like we did everything together, I want you to imagine like these started out as us three females um, together. And we were almost like it walking into a haunted house, like all like next to each other, like holding onto each other, like scared for our life, you know, Mm -hmm. and just kind of like, oh my gosh, like, no, you first, no, you first, no, you first. Like, we're, it's just terrifying. Like the first semester of law school is just terrifying. I don't really know how else to describe it. And I know that might sound dramatic, terrifying, but it is constantly worried that you're going to get called on and you're going to look a fool. And so 
when you have some people to lean on and someone, whenever you feel that you have looked a fool that can almost encourage you to continue on is something that I just can't recommend enough because I know there were so many times where I just thought, am I supposed to be here? Yeah. Like I'm freaking out. And, or our other friend that is the other part of our study group, you know, she is someone who has to know what a plan is and you're very much so a planner. And I think leaning on that and having a plan and being able to talk about it and be held accountable was the best part of the first semester. I was just going to say something that came up to mind when you started talking about like how we lean on each other and like mm-hmm. you're, that you're not alone basically. And this kind of reminds me of like our imposter syndrome episode, yes. you know, like where we talked about imposter syndrome and there was a time in our study group where, you know, I think everyone was kind of like on edge feeling like, am I supposed to be here? Like, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I think when you have people that you can trust and that, totally understand the process that you're going through, um, that can just, you know, they'll push you. Like, I remember we were telling each other, like, no, it's just imposter syndrome. Like you're supposed to be here. Like it it is hard. Like you are feeling this way for a reason. So yeah, it was just nice. And I think something to like address as well is potential competition feelings that you might have with your friends that you make in law school or your study group. If you make a study group, which I hope everyone does, I just want to say that it's a choice to be competitive with your peers. It's also a choice to want them to do their best. And just like I said, we all basically did the same, but we did better in certain things. And it's just something where you're just so proud of each other that you know, like you're truly there for one another. And I think that is when you feel those feelings, you truly have a support group. It's not just a study group, right? It kind of what changes it from being just a study group that you might see in like paper chase. Yeah. Support group that like, I genuinely think that we've had in a group of friends, like you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I basically only hang out with my study group and like a few more people. So I think I, it's just become my life. My study group is my life. And you know, it's probably going to be like that throughout law school. So it's my ride or dies. I'm I watched, I watched okay movie. with it. Literally. I watched this movie, um, like a boss. It's this cute new movie. And at the very end, they make this new product. That's my ride or die. And like, that is my study group, my support group, my ride or die. Like, those I mean, are my can people. you imagine like the times when we get cold called and you're just like whispering and like, cause we obviously yes. sit next to each other in class and like, just the call, like knowing that someone has your back if you get called on it, they'll just like whisper in your because the teachers don't care, like they can't even hear you. Yeah, like if you're yeah. if you know, Haley's whispering into my ear the answer and I say it, like I'm gonna get the credit for it technically. And that's all that matters, and that's like, all that matters, and we're just boosting each other, you know, exactly. So. And it's just it's and that's real lawyer life because when you're you're going to be second chair, you know, first chair, second chair, third chair, potentially, you know? And I think that you're going to have a group with you. You're never going to be alone, you know, and you might, you know, that's not always true. You never, never say never, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's such a good feeling. And like I said, when you're walking into this haunted house that you don't know anything about the unknown and you're just like, Oh my gosh, guys, I'm so scared. Like it's nice to be able to vocalize that and say that to someone. Yeah. I mean, the vent sessions are the best therapy that I could ask for, you know? Sometimes that's what we would do our whole lunch, you know? We'd be like, oh my gosh, it's time to like, okay, we got to go to work because we've just been talking and like, can you believe that? Like, (laughs) and I think we've gotten so comfortable with each other that like, 
we can say like, all right, guys, like, come on, like, let's, let's do the work. And yeah. every, no one's like, oh man, like, where are you, where are you making a fuss? You know? Yeah, exactly. So it's just we like, all, we know when we're, we gotta, we gotta work. And it's nice because that's the accountability, you know? Exactly. And sometimes even too, like, in, like you're saying in finals, when things get rough and you're nervous and everyone's on edge, like you feel all these feelings, but when the communication there is key, you have to be able to communicate well. Yep. I couldn't have said it better. I'm a pro study group person for sure. So just to wrap up, I wanted to, well, we wanted to reach out to you guys. If you are a incoming 1L, we would really, really appreciate if you could just like DM us anything that you're wondering, because a lot of times it's hard to, you know, kind of come up with y'all's questions when we may have not have had that same question as incoming one else. So we would really appreciate that because this summer, you know, we're going to be talking about our internships, but we also want to have content for all the incoming one else and like how different it's going to be, especially with some schools saying, you know, they're going to do Zoom school in the fall. So that's going to be super different for someone else. Yeah. Um, so so yeah. it can kind of, and you can make it like a dear ladies, you know, this is my kind of my situation. What do you guys think? What should I do? What are some, these are some of my fears or these are some of the things I'm excited about. What do you guys think? What are your tips? You know, if you give us, you know, where you're going to law school and where you're going to live and all that, like we can help you with anything, you know, even just living on your own for the first time. So please don't be afraid to reach out. We want you guys to, and we cannot wait to hear from you guys. Yeah. And if you ever want to, like, if you DM us and um, we'll always ask if we can use your username on the podcast. So don't worry about like your info getting out there, whatever. You can always stay anonymous, but we would really like to, you know, hear your guys' thoughts. Um, So on that note, Follow us on Instagram at Ladies Who Law School Podcast. And like us on Facebook. And don't forget to follow. Oh, yes. Sorry. (laughs) This is Zoom, guys. Yeah. So clearly it's hard to kind of uh, predict when the next, especially with the lag, because sometimes you pause and I'm like, okay, well, I'll just talk. And then it's like. (laughs) Exactly. So as she was saying. (laughs) like us on facebook check out our facebook group and don't forget to follow ayla as well yes so yeah we'll see you next time guys thanks guys bye bye